money is still coming in for the bushfire relief and there was certainly a lot of cash made from the charity cricket match yesterday. Some of the biggest names in world cricket have faced off in Melbourne, putting rivalry and some aching joints to one side to raise $7.7 million for bushfire victims. That is so good. Yeah. That is such good money. Oh, yeah, sorry, I meant just to come out with aching joints. Oh, no, well, that too. Uh, We were talking to Matty Hayden, who was playing yesterday uh, on Friday, and he told us in a recent previous game he'd done his quad. How long were you out dodging around the house being helped out by Kelly and the kids? Well, you have to milk these things. You you know that's important. Um, There's no point in having an injury unless you're going to do a really good job of it. Yeah, I reckon probably about a month I was hobbling around. (laughs) I've had a couple of these tragedies over the years, the broken (laughs) neck last year. I mean, I'm like a cat. (laughs) <laughs> well, mate, we, we are so appreciative of your effort and, and all the players out there, you know, supporting the bushfires and the bushfire appeal and, and for your family for keeping that caring notion going on for a month afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I think I might just pull something just to milk it a little bit. You know? like just see a little bit of R&R for a month, you know, maybe just eliminate some of the things that I don't like doing. For example, ironing of a Sunday school uniform. <laughs> Hanging clothes on the line. I mean, if I didn't have to hang another sheet or anything on the line, I'd be so stoked. <laughs> get so out. Just maybe just put a little. I think we should get a little order down. You know, like just of things not to do when injured. Julia will get there every time I get on some new health kick and she watches these two lines converging. Will I get fit enough, fast enough before the injury comes in <laughs> that takes me out and puts me back where I was before? Okay, we want to know on three double two three zero ninety seven three. how long were you out with an old person injury? You know, you're playing netball in your 40s and you do your knee, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Rose of Kapalabar, what you got for us? Well, it wasn't quite um, sporting, but um, hubby was hanging clothes on the line. Um, just a simple task, and he pulled his muscle in his shoulder. Needless to say, that lasted for about six weeks, and he's never hung the clothes out since. <laughs> okay, how does he actually do that? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I have no clue. It's washing. You hang it up. It's not rocket science. Yeah, but it's just come not out of the washing sure. machine. It's really wet and it's really oh, heavy. Lord. <laughs> I oh, who knows? I reckon he did it on purpose, Rose, so he never had to wash I, I reckon he did too. <laughs> All right, we'll chuck in domestic duties as well as sporting injuries. How long was your partner out with their old person injuries? Lindsay of Yarrabilba, how long were you or your partner out with an old person injury? (laughs) Well, it was actually my husband the other day. He was trying to empty the mop bucket and tripped over the dog bed almost into the window. And when he pulled himself up, he's actually sprained his back and couldn't move all day. Oh. <laughs> did you? Okay. Did you? Did you laugh and be sympathetic all at the same time? Oh. The way he saved himself, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." But when he started screaming about his back, then that's when I kind of lost at laughing. And he, he's been <laughs> being licked by the dog, and he looks up at you and says, "When you take me to hospital." Tell him I did it playing rugby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Terry, come out to our park run too, out of Yarrabilba. We are such a great community. I'd love to have you out here. I'll bring the dad bods. We all wear the same shirts with our six-packs drawn yep. on. It's easier that way. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. I will do, Lindsay. <laughs> See ya. It's Robin, Terry and Bob on Brisbane's 97.3. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there was enough of that over the weekend, wasn't there? Absolutely bucketed down to the day on the green on Saturday night with Cole Chisel. The thing about my roof, we get a different leak every time we get a different wind direction.
Oh, do you? <laughs> oh, okay, right, yeah. So one day it's up in the eaves and the next day it's underneath the veranda and it just depends on what way the wind's blowing, whether it's blowing it up under the, the tin or... Yeah, I'm delighted to say I have my gutters so clear and so clean it created an absolute torrent in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had the issue that, because um, I li- live quite close to the river at Fig Tree Pocket, closer so you watch the river rise. Mm. But, you know, it, it will. my house would not go under unless there's a massive issue with the dams like it was last time in 2011. And, yes, it did go under in 2011. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't living there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put a roof on our outside deck as a way to motivate my children to stay at home longer. And I put a ping pong table out there yep. and it's worked a treat. The yeah. kids um, stay home most weekends and they have their mates over and it's exactly how I wanted it to be. Um, I thought that was waterproof. It wasn't. <laughs> no, uh, there is a leak in it. I'm not sure how to find it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the blokes was like, oh, maybe if we get up on the roof. I'm like, yeah, don't yeah, do that. Yeah. So um, I'm going to have to call someone. And yes, Yesterday, I had the issue that one of my taps is leaking really badly. Mm-hmm. And I get so frustrated as as a single mum who doesn't know how to do all that practical stuff mm-hmm. because I have to call people to get them sorted. And I've got a great uh, plumber called Damien and he said his, his people have been absolutely yeah. smashed. Inundated. Inundated. <laughs> so he sent one of his fellas over uh, with a 10-minute window to just switch off the tap and they've got to sort something else out. But it was literally in his lunch break and he'd been going from 7am to 7pm just trying to help people whose houses weren't coping. Because you suspect... But you don't know no, you don't if there's something know. wrong in your house until the deluge comes hurtling down. We'd love to know what's happened. What have you found out? What didn't you know was wrong with your house till the rain came? Hello, Tanya of Wellington Point. Hi there. What happened? Well, I love my lawn. I spend so much time putting sea soil on it and making it lovely and green. And I woke up on Saturday to find that my lawn was brown, nothing left. And all these army worms or lawn worms are swimming in my pool that's overflowed. Oh. oh right, really, it's taken it out in one night. Yep. They, they, so they've come up out of the ground. They eat the roots. I didn't know they were there. So they've eaten the roots of the grass. And because of all the rain, it's washed all the grubs into the pool. And some were doing backstroke, some were doing breaststroke. <laughs> oh, but you... it was about 100. So, so technically speaking, they're now navy worms, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could say that. Oh, oh, so I wonder to... if there's a spray for navy worms. <laughs> <laughs> At least you've got a sense of humour about it, Tanya. You're sounding like you're not too upset. Oh, no, the dogs will just bring the red dirt in from the now mushed lawn. should be fine. Well done. Thank you. Okay, we want to know what didn't you know was wrong with your house till the rain came through? Double two three zero ninety seven three. Hello, Christy of Milton. Hi there. Hello. What didn't you know? The... The... Yeah, well, we are an old Queenslander um, and we've only been in it for a year, a year of drought. And then in recent months, the rain came down. We didn't realise there was a cascading water feature in my son's bedroom, <laughs> like a curtain of water. Oh. All down one wall. All down the one wall. It's a sliding door in his room to the outside. And as we, on closer inspection, we realised the window, the sliding window had been placed in there with no flashing. And actually, you can see a gap to the outside. One thing the building inspector didn't notice. Oh, no. How much is that going to cost? Do you have any idea? Well, if you add to the existing cost of a Queenslander, which always has a surprise, um, it's, uh, my, 
I don't even know where to start. Aww. My husband got up and put up some flashing. It looks a little bit dodgy, but it does the job for now. We also had a cascading water feature down our new range hood. So um, we're finding more and more surprises at every rain event. You're not in the house. You're in a submarine. What are you doing? But it's not fair, Christy, because if you had two water features in your house on the block, it'd be worth another million bucks, wouldn't it? Well, I think we might use that as a sales pitch. <laughs> Good luck, Christy. Thank you. Rob and Terry and Bob in the morning on 97.3. Oh, yeah. Things have gone from bad to worst on the Diamond Princess. Six small passengers, including another American, have fallen ill on the cruise ship that is quarantined off the coast of Japan. That brings the total to 70 passengers diagnosed with the coronavirus, which is just awful. 800 around the world and 40,000 infections, 800 deaths. Now, this is not a chat we can take you to live because there's difficulties, um, obviously, with mobile phone coming out of ships. There's also with us trying to contact Paul and Coralie, you will be going into their room, into their cabin, which is one of the ones that faces the outside, not one of the internal cabins. And when we talked to them, we basically had to get a call happening with them on the internet and then put the phone up to our microphones and speak (laughs) to them across the seas. And just as we did contact them, there were announcements coming through from the ship crew. Sorry, team. Just doing an announcement. Okay. We'll listen it's to it, Paul. Okay. 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 Paul, what is going on for you? You poor things. How are you and Coralie doing? <laughs> Oh, we're going okay. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, you just got to take it a day at a time, I suppose. We've got some sleep last night, which was good. At the moment, they're just allowing some of the inside cabin passengers out onto the top deck under strict guidelines uh, in regards to distance uh, that they've got to be from other other passengers and uh, and also they're wearing face masks. And they're not allowed to be on the port. They're not allowed to be on the other side. That's my wife, Coralie. Sorry. Yeah. Hello, Hi, Coralie. <laughs> How did this first unfold for you guys and progressed over the last few days? Yeah, look, we were to get off the ship, uh, finish the cruise on the 4th of uh, February, and we were advised the night before, well, we got got a hint, all the luggage came back into our cabins. At that stage, we were told to uh, that there were going to be some announcements. All they told us initially was that there was going to be some delay in getting off the ship because uh, they'd only just received information not long before uh, that one of the passengers who had exited the ship in Hong Kong had coronavirus. <sighs> Through the day, as we were waiting and waiting, uh, we got some updates, but eventually the authorities were going to come on board and conduct medical assessments across the board. We had to remain in our cabins, I think it was 8 o'clock, something like that, that night, uh, until they arrived. Uh, we was assessed at, I think it was 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning uh, in our cabin, and it was just purely a temperature check, and we had a checklist to complete for them. We then waited uh, for results, and they said by the time that went through every crew member and passenger member, they had to take the test results off uh, onto shore and it would be at least five hours for that to occur. So uh, after that all came back, we we got advice the following morning that we were then going to be here for at least 14 days because 10 further passengers had uh, contracted that. And, of course, the most recent information, there's another another 10 now. 
So you'd, you'd already been on the ship for how long? Just doing your cruise and, and doing that thing, how long has it been? It was 15 days. Yeah, it was the 20th of January we started the cruise. It's going to be a month at least, <laughs> we would suggest, by the time we... It's no longer a cruise, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's still a big job for the uh, for Princess Diamond and for the uh, Japanese authorities. It's quite a unique situation. And, you know, protocols are now is that when they come to our room to deliver food, it's not like a normal room service. It's mainly just for food and essentials. They wear a mask and they wear gloves and you're not to touch anything. They have now just provided some masks for us because uh, we have been advised that there have been uh, crew members that have also been infected as well, so we don't know. Looking out on our balcony, we can look down. We saw one cabin a few doors up from us. They put out a big banner on a sheet that said, uh, uh, can we, I want a Corona beer, you know, paying (laughs) a bit of a pun. So uh, we think he's Australian. I think there's a few Australians on board trying to create the humour, keep keep it all positive. This is an interview we recorded over the net with, Queensland couple Paul and Coralie in their cabin on the Diamond Princess cruise ship off Japan quarantine for coronavirus. Now we've heard so far that meals are delivered to them by masked crew members and that passengers on the inside cabins, which of course have no portholes whatsoever, Eesh. have only just over the weekend been allowed onto the top decks in separation under supervision so they can see some of the light of day. The other issue too is that there is the potential for you to get sick. Are you worried about that? Yeah, yeah look, look, we probably the first day, so you're not as worried, but as time progresses and you hear that there's another, and we didn't actually receive that information that there were an additional 10 until at least probably 12 hours after the media had released it. The Japanese authorities are saying it's not to be released to us on board, but um, in this world, yeah. <laughs> if they release it anywhere, and particularly to the media, it's going to get out there. So it does make us a bit nervous, yes. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything you but need apart from getting off the ship? Like, is there anything anyone can do for you here? Look, uh, up till just recently, uh, that's our breakfast. That's is, is just a bright. My wife's just getting her face mask on and, <laughs> and some tissues. <laughs> Yeah, things are just evolving. We only just got water for our cabin just last night, some additional water other than just from the tap. Uh, so they're getting they're getting on top of things. They're starting to give us a bit more variety with the food, but there's just no fresh food yet. You know, yeah. it's just all carbohydrates. Uh, Ugh, yeah. So we're giving feedback <laughs> where it's required. And interestingly, they arrived last night with an updated cruise card to start charging if you wanted to ask for uh, anything like hot chocolate and things like that. And we're, we're a little bit no way. So, no you know, we're not way. in this situation. <laughs> anyway, as I said, it's, it's those little things when you're cooped up <laughs> that you start to uh, you start to get a little bit annoyed about. Paul, we can't get anything to you and Coralie. Do you want us to go and check on the pets? Are they okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, it's actually really good. We had a house sitter with, uh, while we're away and looking after our dog, and uh, and she's been fostered out now for that period of time. We're very fortunate. Are there jobs that you're supposed to be going back to? Little bits, but so I'm a teacher at our. Education Queensland, but I'm I've retired, semi-retired. Plus, I also we also have 
Korean students are coming to stay with us next week for three weeks, but we've had to cancel them. I bet. <laughs> um, how's your mental health? Like, you, you know, is it, it's it's one thing to say, you know, day one, day two, day three, day four. But, you know, when you've got a, a two-week stretch ahead of you, you've already been on this boat for a couple of weeks. Like, just being able to yeah, cope are, with that. We're, we're taking a day at a time, and but we are also uh, trying to get into an established routine with family and friends, which is pretty constant. And they're, they're fantastic. Some of them are just giving us updates of what's happening at home as well. Yeah. Yeah. My son was in the Navy, so he was on a ship, you know, deployed, I think it was nine months at one stage, the longest time deployment. So um, he's, you know, understanding and trying to talk us through things at night, which is great. Well, good luck, guys. We are so grateful. Thank you so much. You've just given us such a snapshot and being able to hear those announcements and just get the reality of what's actually going on in that ship. Yeah, well, we're still worried about when we, if it's 14 days or 21 days, whatever, when we leave, as soon as we leave the ship, you know, the big wide world is going to be a bit scary and are we then going to be contagious out there? You just don't know, do you? No, you don't. You guys, look, stay safe, and I can guarantee you, you're having a more interesting international time in your cabin than the one next door to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Thanks very much for your well wishes. Really appreciate it. Wow, just listening to that makes me claustrophobic. I know, Bobby. Your bodily reactions. Being in an internal cabin with no windows (laughs) for for 20 days or something. They're designed for getting out and about and having fun on the top deck. Wow. (laughs) It's right.